Getting proper sleep is one of the most challenging parts of being a firefighter and doing shift work. I've witnessed firefighters stay up all night at the firehouse, watching TV, neglecting any opportunity to sleep. I've seen supervisors criticize firefighters when they try to take naps and make sure that they're rested and ready for when the tones kick out. I've personally been up all night running calls and then up all day the next day running more calls into the night. Coming off a shift like that doesn't help when it comes to being present with your family or the people that you love. If you're coming home to pets, then you've got it a bit better off in regards to being able to take a nap whenever you'd like. However, today I'm going to focus on why sleep is so important, why we shouldn't demonize it or feel guilty for taking naps, and I'll provide some strategies to help facilitate your mind and body into a place where you can get quality sleep. a firefighter and an EMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it and we take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez and I'm the founder of Ignited and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a brotherhood of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss can be applied by professionals everywhere. That being said, let's light the spark. I was playing a game the other day with my kids and after I took my turn, I was immediately being nudged and told it was my turn again. And I was like, what are you talking about? I just went. I had absolutely no idea that I'd fallen asleep in my chair in the time it took it to be my turn again. So ridiculous, right? I totally did the whole dad thing. Fell asleep in my chair, totally nodded off. My kids laughed and I was a bit embarrassed. But more than that, I felt bad. I felt bad that I wasn't in a place where I could give my family the attention that they deserved. I'd just come off duty that morning and I'd fought a pretty large brush fire near the end of shift and I'd come home with that campfire hair smell, you know that smell? <laughs> and that was after showering at the station. I share this with you because I'm sure each one of you currently on the job can relate to this kind of situation and it doesn't necessarily feel the best. I mean, you want to be home and you want to be present with your family. And you want to get the sleep that you deserve and that you need. So those things being said, I'd like to go over six things that you can do actively to improve your sleep on and off duty. Number one, monitor your sleep. You'll hear me say this again and again and again and again. What gets measured gets improved. How can you possibly imagine making any improvement on anything 
if you aren't willing to measure the baseline. Think about it. When we respond to EMS calls, what's one of the first things we do? The very first thing we do, other than obviously get their name and make sure they're alive or breathing, <laughs> we get a baseline set of vitals, right? And we do this so we can measure whether the patient is improving or deteriorating. And the same goes for the pain scale. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst pain you've ever felt in your life, what rating would you give your current pain level? Now, I understand that's very subjective, but once we treat that patient for their pain, we reassess vitals and we reassess their pain level. And we do this, we apply this philosophy to complete strangers at all hours of the day while we're on duty. So why aren't we willing to apply it to ourselves in order to improve our own lives? Doesn't make sense, right? One of the reasons I think we do this is because we have such compassionate hearts that we tend to focus on others too much at times. And as a result, we neglect ourselves. One thing I'd like you to keep in mind, if you ever start feeling guilty about doing something for yourself, is that you can't take care of other people if you're in no condition to do so. For example, are you going to be able to pull out your brother when he goes down in a fire, when you're obese and you can't reel in your own situation? No, you're not going to be able to do that. We should be taking our roles and our own lives very seriously in that our health and wellness should never play, quote, second fiddle to anything. I recently had a client tell me that. Uh, he used the term second fiddle. He was going on a vacation and he said, my fitness will just have to play second fiddle while I'm on vacation. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. It sounds like you're just making excuses to me so you don't have to work out or be accountable during this week. And I understand that it's easier to neglect yourself, quote unquote, easier, right? But in the end, is it really easier? Keep focused on the end game and not on the immediate facade of reward. Anyway, getting back on track, monitoring your sleep, tracking it, right? There are plenty of electronics like Apple or Android watches out there, as well as phone apps for this specific thing. Now, I've personally used an app on my phone called Sleep Cycle, and what it does is it measures the length and quality of your sleep, and it gives you a report every day. One thing that I really liked about this app is that you could use it as an alarm, and it would specifically wait to wake you when you weren't in a deep sleep cycle. So you'd set a small 10 to 15 minute window of when you'd like to wake up and it'll wait to wake you once you come out of your deep sleep cycle within that time period. So it's pretty cool. I used it a lot. Um, I use something different now. It's called a whoop strap and it not only monitors your sleep, but it pretty much monitors everything else, uh, specifically sleep, strain and recovery. And all of this info is based on your HRV or your heart rate variability and activity throughout the day and the night, right? Uh, but to, to learn more about Whoop and what it is, go to www.whoop.com or just click the link in the show notes and you'll get a better idea of what it is and how it can help you. I love it. I've been using it for three to four months now. And it's just, it gives me metric after metric after metric. So I've got like charts and graphs and all these things I can look at for recovery. Um, the level of strain I should be getting each day based on that recovery. It's pretty awesome. I highly recommend it. It is a subscription service, however. The, uh, the Sleep Cycle app doesn't necessarily, it's a free app. You can use that. Um, 
but the Whoop Strap system is a subscription service, just a heads up. Number two, get a diagnosis. If you're really struggling with sleep or your measured approach reveals some significant findings, then you need to seek the help of a medical professional. You may need CPAP at night until you can make some changes to your diet and exercise, or maybe you need a surgery, right, to like take out any excess tissue. You may need to spend some time in a sleep center so that the study of your sleep can be more invasive and more specific. In these sleep studies, specialists will monitor things like brain activity, eye movement, heart rate, blood pressure, oxygen levels, and body movement. It's pretty invasive. With a proper diagnosis, you'll be able to look at the best treatment options for you. What gets measured gets improved, right? Number three, develop better sleep habits. And I know it's easier said than done, but while on duty, our sleep habits are at the mercy of the EMS and the fire gods, right? However, that's not the case when we're at home. We need to do our best to try and improve our sleep when we're at home. We do this by avoiding stimulating things before bed and getting to bed early, which both of those things sound pretty super boring, right? <laughs> but trust me, the more you focus on getting quality sleep, the better you'll feel and the better you'll perform in all areas. Here are just a few suggestions for that. Avoid falling asleep to a TV. I've known people who are like, oh, I just can't go to sleep unless the TV's on. And I'm thinking, you know, if you were in the caveman days, guess what? You'd be screwed then, or the pioneer days, because guess what? No TV. Does that mean no sleep? No, that's irrational. The blue light from the TV, the reason I say avoid falling asleep to a TV is that the blue light disrupts your circadian rhythm, as the brain is wired to wake up when it receives blue light, and it's wired to go to sleep when it receives red or warm light. Uh, there's more, I have an article on this, there's more. Uh, you can learn on this if you click the link in the show notes and read all about it. It's very interesting stuff. But another suggestion, and a lot of you are not going to want to hear this, but you should avoid alcohol. <laughs> it's a false sense of relaxation, and it decimates your recovery for the next day. Decimates it, sometimes leading to increased snoring, and that totally undermines any quality of sleep that you'd be getting. Now, I personally don't drink um, I'm not telling you how to live your life, and I don't judge you if you do. I'm just providing you with some suggestions on how you can develop better sleep habits. The choice ultimately is up to you. Number four, develop relaxing bedtime rituals. I've mentioned in previous episodes, but it's very important to have rituals in regards to prepping your mind and body for performance. I've got a warm-up ritual uh, that I do every time I go to the gym. I have a wake-up ritual. When I wake up, there are things that I do in order, get my mind ready for the day, and every night before I go to bed, I go through a sleep ritual. It could be something as simple as brushing your teeth and washing your face, which those are things you should be doing anyway, right? So maybe you want to be more mindful about it. You could do a set of box breathing where you breathe in for four seconds, hold it in for four seconds, breathe it out for four seconds, and then hold it out for four seconds. Repeat that a few times to help clear your mind and lower your heart rate. You could take three minutes and think of three things that you could be grateful for, or that you maybe should be grateful for. Or you could do both of those things at the same time. Whatever the ritual is you decide on, 
make it your own and make it something that has meaning to you. Otherwise, you're just checking boxes. I know that some people like to drink something warm before bed, and that can help facilitate their sleep, something like chamomile tea or whatnot, which brings me to my next suggestion, sleep supplementation. Anytime I talk about supplements, as a nutrition coach, I always have to make sure that you have discussed things with your doctor to make sure that you aren't doing anything to harm yourself unintentionally. However, if you know your body and are already in a place where you are looking for a sleep or a quality sleep supplement, then I'd recommend trying a few different things. Magnesium and or melatonin. Firefighters with sleep issues should consider taking magnesium citrate at bedtime. It's a smooth muscle relaxer and it helps the body break down glucose and replenish muscle stores as well as balance your hormones. And speaking of hormones, melatonin is a hormone that regulates your day-night cycles. Now, I want to give a few warnings when it comes to melatonin. As shift workers, our night and day cycles may get a little messed up while on duty. So, I wouldn't recommend taking it while at work. You may miss calls at night because you'll be in a regulated sleep situation. If you do get calls at night, you could be very groggy and not at your full mental capacity. And that is not what you need, right? Not in emergency situations. So, personally, I would avoid taking it while on duty. The other warning I would give you is that melatonin is a hormone, like I'd mentioned. And just like with any hormone, if you saturate your body with it, your system will think that it's making too much and it'll shut down natural production. Kind of incapacitating, like pulling the rug out from under yourself. And the last thing you want to do is screw up your hormones. As firefighters and EMS workers, our hormones typically get all wonky due to the stressors of the job, how we eat, and how we don't manage our sleep or stress properly. However, you don't want to compound that by flooding your system with melatonin to zonk you out. Small doses are better, and again, I'd advise you to do it only on your off-duty days. Finally, number six, physical activity, yoga, and mental preparation. Studies have shown that an active lifestyle and practicing yoga regularly can help improve sleep quality. The quote active lifestyle part of that is very important. If you work your body every day through exercise of some sort, you'll naturally put yourself in a state where your body will require rest and will naturally facilitate good sleeping habits. Sometimes if I know that I've had a rough shift or my mind was struggling to calm down, I'd schedule a yoga class at like 8 p.m. Or I'd find something on YouTube and turn the lights down, maybe even light some candles and go through some guided asanas, right? And I can absolutely attest to the benefits of yoga. When I would do that, when I would take those yoga sessions at like 8 p.m. and do it right before bed, I would sleep so good. Even if it's like a, I don't know, like a 15 or 20 minute thing on YouTube, like I'd mentioned, Go through like a few body movements, 15, 20 minutes, and facilitate relaxation. Personally, I could stand to do more yoga because my hip flexors and my shoulder girdle are very tight and I've got some bulk to work around. So it's important for me to keep up with that regimen and remain flexible. 
Uh, it's also a great way to reestablish the body-mind connection. Where the mind is, the body goes, right? So if you're down in the dumps and feeling unmotivated to do anything, your body will follow suit. If you choose to focus on positive things, your body will follow suit, right? The mind has incredible power over the body. There's a lot to be said for mindset and being intentional when it comes to placing an increased importance on healthy sleep habits. So I challenge you to focus on the positive and just see what happens. Just take the challenge. Just see what happens. Even if you don't want to, even if you feel stupid, choose to see the positive no matter how small it is. Your body will follow suit. This isn't a news flash, but just a reminder, sleep is vital to a long and healthy career as a firefighter. This next week, focus on getting a better night's rest. Try out some of the different strategies and techniques that I reviewed today. Even if it's that you only choose one of the things that I went over, put it into practice. Do some experimentation and see what works for you. Once you become more conscious in your efforts to get better sleep, you'll quickly see what a world of difference it can make to your overall health. Real quick, I want to remind you that I'm now an ambassador for FNX Fitness, and if you're looking for a sleep supplement to try out, I highly recommend the Relax Sleep Aid. The compound is made up of zinc, magnesium, resveratrol, which actually helps anti-aging and cellular repair, and a small amount of melatonin. It's like the perfect combo to get your mind and your body to relax so you can get the sleep that you deserve and the sleep that you need. Use the code IGNITED to get 15% off all purchases. You can click on the link in the show notes to find out more. And another really amazing thing I'd like to mention is that with every product purchased through FNX, a gallon of water is donated to a child in need. 663 million people live without clean water. And through partnerships with FNX Fitness, we can change that. As always, guys, thank you for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. Please subscribe and share these episodes with someone who you think should hear them. As we delve deeper into these topics, we can come together to help each other learn and grow. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And one way you can become more directly involved is to join the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. This is where we as firefighters and EMS professionals can come together and dive deeper into the topics discussed on the show. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. <laughs>